the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning and contact friend so they can join in as well. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dear friends, and happy wonderful new year. And now we are just celebrating the Epiphany season. You know, in the Epiphany season, there's a lot of traditions in the world. Some of these traditions uh, have to do um, with water, of course. You know, if you look at Psalm 114, Psalm 114, in Psalm 114, it speaks about the sea beheld and flat, the Jordan turned back. And um, in this Psalm, we commemorate uh, the um, glory of God, the revelation of God. Um, when God reveals himself, when God manifests himself, everything in the world stops. The entire universe stops. By the way, imagine if the Lord Jesus Christ passes by. What would the evil powers do? They get paralyzed. They get blinded. They get crushed. They get completely destroyed. So one of the beautiful meanings of epiphany from uh, the uh, Greek language, epiphanos, which translates into the manifestation of the light, the manifestation of the light. In the Aramaic language, we refer to the epiphany as denho or danha, which means also the manifestation. In that feast of manifestation, um, there is uh, three major events uh, Christians commemorate, uh, one of which in the West is the visit of the Magi. You know, the star appeared in the East. And when the star appeared in the east, of course, uh, those three kings read in a cosmic signs uh, the birth of the new king. Yet in the east, uh, at Epiphany, people in the Armenian church, people in the Coptic church of the Orthodox tradition and the Russian church, the uh, Ukrainian church of the Orthodox tradition, they celebrate Christmas. This is the birth of the Son of God in the flesh. When God sounded on the Jordan River, you are my beloved son. And this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And uh, in the Maronite tradition, in the uh, Malkite tradition, in the um, tradition of the Catholics and many of the Antiochian Orthodox in the East, also we celebrate the baptism of our Lord. This is the great meaning of epiphany. All of it leads that Jesus is Christ. So at Christmas on December 25th, we celebrate Jesus being the Savior, Yeshua, 
Al-Mukhallis, we call him. And uh, on uh, January 6th, we celebrate uh, the Messiah, meaning the anointed, the son of God, the king of kings, the Lord Almighty, the birth of Christ in the flesh. And this is how we acquire the full identity of Jesus Christ. Or in Greek, we refer to it with the sign of the fish. You are the son of God, the savior of the world. This is basically what we will be celebrating in this holy and great season. So with this, let us start a little bit of our prayer. Let us pray Psalm 114, and we will conclude with a prayer of Epiphany. God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The sea beheld and fled. The Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams, the hills like lambs of the flock. Why was it sea that you fled? Jordan, that you turned back. You mountains that you skipped like rams. You hills like lambs of the flock. Tremble earth before the Lord, before the God of Jacob, who turned rock into pools of water, stone into flowing springs. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Happy Feast Day, everybody. You know, you think there is uh, nobody here next to me, but I have my mom, my dad, and I have Tracy, and Mario, and I have Yola, and I have Jacqueline, and I have Gerard. We have actually an entire family with us here in, um, um, in our um, Zoom studio for KNUS, uh, and from the United States, we have Gerard. So I want to say to everybody, happy Epiphany. Thank you. So what do we say happy epiphany in Arabic? What do we say? Dayim, dayim. And what does dayim, dayim mean? I wish everything will be the same as last year in a good way. In a good way. Like all the good things to be, all the good things to be completely like repeated. All good things to be repeated, dayim and dayim, meaning over and over, again and again, or forever and ever. Uh, Gerard, good Sunday morning to you. Good Sunday morning to you too, Father. You know, we're busy here, and uh, my apology from my, 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 my friends uh, in the U.S., I had a surgery, and uh, in the surgery, um, I'm recovering now, but people were so kind to me. I have a wonderful team from the Mission of Hope and Mercy, and our friends and our neighbors visiting um, me. I have a few weeks of recovery. I want to thank those who prayed for us. And meanwhile, I have uh, Jacqueline with us here, and uh, you were busy. The day when I was in the surgery, yes. there was something happening. What was yes. going on, guys? Uh, we received the first container containing 1,000 food boxes, and uh, we actually delivered uh, these food boxes for 1,000 families. Tracy, meanwhile, you know the math, the 1,000 food boxes times 16, to see how many tons of food is that. Go ahead, Jackie. Yes, the Father, we received on that day 1,000 food boxes, and uh, we delivered these uh, food boxes for 1,000 families in uh, Jbel parishes, for the Jbel parishes. Gerard, I, I know you spoke, you and Jacqueline, about... Uh, how many families and how many parishes, how many priests and the diocese of uh, Jbeil? Well, first of all, the population of Jbeil, the entire county, is about 250,000 people. And how many Catholic parishes, Gerard, you think the food went to? How many, how many parishes? We have uh, between 100 and 120 parishes that were serving food for on this Christmas. And uh, the, the protocol and the strategy of our distribution is that we get the list of uh, families that are in most dire need, the most, uh, the poorest families in a specific parish. 
And we have the list of those families and their parish and their parish priest or pastor who knows them personally, and they submit those lists to us. So through the uh, diocese of Jbeil and Biblos, uh, we were working closely with them and we were able to get uh, about 107 parishes with the names of the people that are most impoverished, the most poorest out of the poorest. And for those wow. families, uh, they count about 700 to 1,000 names. So we have between 700 to 1,000 families that are in most dire need of food. And we're distributing the food this week. As Jacqueline mentioned, we just got the first 1,000 food boxes packaged, delivered. Each food box is about 16 kilograms kilograms that's about 35 pounds approximately and this food box contains the necessary uh, produce and food products that would allow people to survive that would allow the family of five to survive for five weeks and this also includes the milk for babies which is and that's uh, a new very, one, that right that's that's an innovation that's a very key important thing exactly I wanna, I wanna, yeah. because Go babies ahead. can babies cannot eat hard food and many of those those families they have babies and infants so what we provide a, a milk bag for those families and each box and in those milk bags they will last usually one child a month and a half which is uh, so let's see uh, really yeah, an achievement true. Last year, we had about 340 children. We provided yes. milk for them. So, Jacqueline, this year, how many? This year, we will provide for 3,000 kids. Uh, 3,000 children. children yes. We already have the food. And we thank all our donors and our contributors, our friends in Colorado. Uh, um, uh, thank you. Gerard, I was, I was following the, where, where the checks and the donations were coming from. Um, from Atlanta and Georgia, from the East Coast, from the West Coast, Colorado. Um, from really many places, from Maine, uh, from um, Alabama, um, from Florida, from Indiana, uh, uh, from St. Louis, Missouri. I noticed that the, the people really are, are listening either to the podcast. Um, they're responding. People are responding um, uh, to us. Uh, Tracy, how many in tons is the food basically for 1,000 one food boxes? How much is that in tons? It's 16,000 kilograms. 16,000 uh, kilograms. So that's that's basically... What is that? That's 16 tons, right? Yeah. That's 16 tons of food. Now, Mario is with us here, by the way, and uh, he's shy. I told him to speak in Arabic and I'll translate. And uh, he came to visit me. But Mario is the key person who did the connection with the food plant, with the suppliers, basically, in South Lebanon, in the historical city of Sidon. Uh, yeah. We can speak in French or in Arabic. And I'll be happy to translate. But your English is good, Mario. So good Sunday morning to you, Mario. Good evening. Good morning. So, Mario, I know today also you worked very hard. You delivered another 2,000 boxes of food yeah. to our Mission of Hope and Mercy storage area, which is part of our Center for Blessing. This is why we're doing the Center for Blessing in Lebanon. And uh, it was a tough weather today in Lebanon. There was, it was a stormy day. It was rainy. Can you tell us a little bit about this experience, honestly? And I know you yourself take care of at least 60 families on your own and your local parish. Uh, uh, it's okay, and I'll translate. Okay. Uh, but the weather was very bad. Very bad. So it was hard to transport the food. 
because the location was a little bit in the mid-range mountains, actually. It was really raining very hard. So we made everything work and uh, we put the food in, um, in, in, in a very safe location. And you're talking about 2,000 boxes, right? 2,000 boxes, exactly. And where did they come from? From Sidon. From Sidon. Yeah. And uh, um, you yourself work in boxes, actually. In, yeah, exactly. uh, so how is the situation in South Lebanon? If we were to ask you in general. Uh, you're, you're Christian. You go to South Lebanon. There is a beautiful mix of population. There are Shias, there are Sunnis, there is... There is no problem. And actually, many of the Muslim people inside them when we were buying the food, they collaborated with us and they helped us. The production was very important and was on date. And um, so people knew we were doing this for Christmas. We were doing this for the Christians. And in fact, many of the Muslim people, they were very happy that they are contributing to help and assist and feed in the Christian people. They gave us very good price. And I know that we're doing charity at the occasion of the Christmas season. Everything was really at ease for us. We didn't suffer any problem. Well, we, we want to really thank you, Mario, because uh, I want to talk a little bit of the food items, Jacqueline. Um, um, I know, or, or Gerard, you do have uh, the food items. I mean, Mario came earlier today. He showed me because I didn't get a chance to see it. On the day of the actual delivery, I was actually in surgery myself. And this is um, my third day in uh, recovery. And uh, so Mario brought me a food box and um, he opened it and he was showing me, Tracy, do you want to bring the food box? And, uh, and yeah, uh, Mario, if you help, if you help her, I, mean, I know Tracy may not be able to transport it. Go ahead, Jacqueline. Can you tell us what is in a food box? Yes, uh, Father, the food box, it contains uh, oil, milk, salt, uh, flour, Burgol, uh, lanty, rice, pasta, tomato paste, cheese, red bean, chickpeas, saba beans, corned beef, luncheon meat, sardine, tuna, vermicelli, white beans, all of that. Wow. And, and we're talking, uh, uh, the, there is corned beef and there is sardine, there is a three or two sardines? Two. 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 And there is a three tunas and yes, three mortadellas. Yes. 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 One meat. And one corned beef. Yes. And there is one big bag of cheese, like half a kilo almost, like one 400 grams or something. Milk. And there is a bag of milk. Yeah. And that's a thousand child now, th- thousand children, they can benefit from the milk. And milk is a problem in Lebanon. Yeah. Um, why is milk a problem in Lebanon? What Other, happened? Uh, due to the crisis, the, the milk became very expensive and expensive. And not only expensive, we cannot find it in the market. Uh, it's missing in the market. People, they're suffering to find milk for their kids. And if, in, if they will find, it's very, very expensive. The average bag is around $20 for kids. For kids? Yes. How much does a child consume per month, if we were to talk? Uh, if, if you mean baby or... Infant? No, in, uh, the, the children, like your children before they go to school. I know they, they need everyday uh, milk with like cornflakes or milk alone itself. Uh, I need each month like two bags for them. So two bags for three children uh, almost. Three children. For, you so... mean the bag for 2.5 <laughs> kg. You know? I, need, I need around 5 kg of milk per month. So basically it's about a kilo and a half like one kilogram and a half for the three children or two kilos? Yes, yes. For the milk. Yes. 
Um, Gerard, I want to ask you, um, this is a new year and uh, there is a storms in the U.S., there is a snowstorms and there is a flooding in some areas and there is political issues going on in the U.S. and so in Lebanon. Uh, this is the first time in the US, and we're not talking politics, that it seems we're having a little bit, taking a little bit of time to elect the Speaker of the House. How is the situation in the US compared uh, to what, what we knew before? How, how is the US um, receiving the new year, if I were to ask you? What's going on in the US? We really value all the American people, especially all the people that are also now supporting us in our charity programs, that this would not be uh, uh, feasible without their love and their support and their generosity. So we are, I want to remind our listeners that it's because of them, because of the American people, feeding 3,000 families is possible. We join you in prayer for, for the U.S., for, uh, uh, for unity, for, um, you know, God may be challenging us in the U.S., God, because he doesn't want to lose the U.S., right? God does not want to deliver the U.S. to the hand of uh, negative powers, darknesses, uh, and evil powers. He's probably, uh, we pray that there is... Uh, enough conscience and enough uh, holiness uh, and enough uh, baptismal power. The United States is the most important uh, tool that could uh, change um, the entire face of the earth by giving hope, by doing more good, um, by uh, installing peace in the hearts of nations that for centuries may have not seen peace. The United States is looked upon by populations in the world, of course, in many areas in a very controversial ways, but here in Lebanon, they always look to the United States people as a savior, almost, uh, um, uh, uh, as a source of uh, hope, as a source of support, uh, as a source of uh, wonderful character and uh, heroic people. Um, they think the U.S. people always uh, are like the movies, basically, that we produce to the world, which is largely and wildly known in Lebanon and uh, in the Middle East areas. An American hero always ends up uh, prevailing against the powers of darkness. And I think uh, this the literature here in Lebanon that uh, we expect that the American people are the heroes who at the end, they're going to save the good people from the hands of the villains. Uh, so hopefully, and we are sure through the work of the Mission of Hope and Mercy, we do see this actually being realized every day more and more. Um, Jacqueline, um, we do have a traditions for epiphany. Yes. There is family traditions. Yes, there is family traditions. Tell us a little bit about the epiphany to change a little bit the subject. Like here we have my mom, my dad. Last night when I uh, came from the hospital to the house, my mom was frying the dough. Yes. Uh, what's the story? Uh, on the night for the for the epiphany, Father, we, we fry a special dough. And the people, they distribute the stuff for the neighbors to share the, 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 the goodness. And the dough is simply made of, of water, flour. flour. And yes, salt? Salt, that's it. And you can it. put sesame on top uh, and fry it as it is. Also, uh, we, we make uh, also, uh, we wait till it's uh, 12 at night. We put the duff, we put a raw duff. The actual raw dough? Raw, yes. We put it in the olive tree or any tree we have. So we hang it in a, and we hang it on the tree. Yes, and we put, money, cover it. We put money inside. So okay. we believe, uh, we believe. Jesus will pass by at 12. He will bless the stuff. It will grow by itself. And the money we put inside... So the dough will rise. The dough yes, does yes. not have yeast. No, but the dough does rise. not have leaven. It does rise. But it will grow. Yes, it, will, it, it will rise, basically. Yes, it rises. You, you see, the other day, it actually rise. And the money we put inside, we put each one in his uh, pocket money. Uh, we believe uh, God will always uh, keep us with money the whole year because this money is blessed now. And in the morning, uh, we go and bring the stuff. We eat a little bit from it, and we, be, we can leave it in the freezer as a blessing, or we can uh, make 
whatever we, we want with that stuff to eat it because we believe it's blessed now. And uh, we also, here we have the tradition of eating yeah. the galette uh, derwa in the morning. It's a kind of sweet. Galette derwa is an almond uh, pastry, guys. It's yes. like this beautiful almond uh, um, like 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 an apple uh, cake. It's it's, it's actually like an almond texture. Filled with, uh, uh, filled with the almond uh, tart. It's like yes. an almond tart, like yes, a beautiful, yes, yes. like and an apple tart it has almond a king tart. Inside of it, a simple plastic toy. Uh, the the person who gets that king, uh, he would have a blast here. One of the traditions also we celebrate. So there's customs. Yes, there's um, customs. Um, in in these customs. Uh, Jesus passes by at midnight. At 12, and he blesses also the water at church. We go to at midnight uh, mass. And, uh, so everyone... at Bethany in, in Lebanon, we have three midnight masses a year. Yes. Christmas. Christmas. Uh, Epiphany. Epiphany. And on Easter, and on Easter, Easter Sunday. Christ, yes. And, these, and do people go to midnight masses? Yes. The, yesterday, the church was full. Mario, you guys went yeah. to midnight mass last night, right? Yes. With all your family. With, uh, and you went to the monastery. Was it good? Was it good service? Was it in Aramaic? Like, do the nuns sing in Aramaic at midnight? Do they do, like, the full traditional uh, um, mass? Um, Not like, like usual, no. There's some, uh, something special. They do it in the mass. So they do special mass for yeah. Epiphanes. I actually celebrated the mass here because I was sick mm-hmm. and I blessed the water uh, myself here as well. Um, so at Epiphany... Uh, Gerard, um, we, we bless the water using three lit charcoals. I do not know if the people know this, but the way we bless the water is we burn the three charcoals. And look behind my mom on that little table. Yes. Yes. You see uh, there is a pot of water and there is a charcoal on the bottom of it. So during the service, we throw one charcoal at the time. The first charcoal we say, in the name of the Father, may it be sanctified. In the name of the Son, may it be purified. In the name of the Holy Spirit, may it be blessed. And so every charcoal represents one person of the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this is the only time in uh, the blessing of the water as a form, as a prayer, we actually throw, dump, three lit charcoals, literally, inside the water. And the splashing of the charcoal, the, the sound it gives when it comes down and touches that water, you feel like the entire, really, the divinity, there is energy, there is a power that comes down in, uh, in, inside that water. Did any one of you know this about, about no, the Epiphany blessing? No, that's why. Well, uh, see, <laughs> that's, that's good information yes. um, to know. Um, uh, Gerard, um, I want to um, ask you, uh, beside the food, uh, thank you. Uh, you guys have sent uh, the repair for the oven for the nursing home. Um, we have uh, about 230 or 220 yes, elderly people, people and about 40 working, working people yes. and nuns and yes. 10 or 11 yes. nuns, religious yes. nuns. Yes. Um, thank you. We repaired the commercial oven for them. Now, the actual water um, heater is broke and it's a 30,000 gallon water heater, by the way, um, for 230 elderly in a nursing home here in Abub. And the nuns sent me a request. They, they need like $15,000. Uh, to repair. Um, everything seems to be falling in Lebanon and somehow, Gerard. Um, what are the capabilities of, of the mission? Do people respond? Will people respond? And I'm sure our listeners in the last few minutes, well, what do you tell the donors? What do you tell the people who are listening to our show at this year? How can they put us on their agenda for donations, Gerard? 
Well, Father, their donations uh, go a long way in a country like Lebanon, and it's really helping the population survive. So we are kind of the emergency uh, response for those people that otherwise have no one to assist them, that otherwise will have to leave their lands and go somewhere else to try to earn a living. So we are the Good Samaritan that's trying to lend a hand to those people, help them to rise up until they can uh, stand on their own, until the better the situation gets better and they're able to uh, uh, have a better quality of life. However, I do encourage all of our listeners, the American people especially, to help us in our food program, mainly in our uh, medical program, including helping the nursery home uh, in Biblos. Because this nursery home... Yeah, well, next episode, we'll talk about the school needs. My God, we have 250 children and 25 teachers, actually, that we, we sponsored. An entire Christian school, actually, we're sponsoring. Uh, I'm very thankful to you, Jura. I'm very thankful to all the people who are donating. Um, and people can always go, Jacqueline, what, what is the best way to contribute to the mission very quickly yes, so we can close? Yes, you can close. visit our uh, mission website, uh, www.missionofhopeandmercy.org, and you can actually go there and donate minimum $50 per month. It, 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 we will be more than happy if it's a recurrent payment. It will help and save a lot of families here in Lebanon. I want to thank you all, guys. I want to wish you, as we began, dayim, dayim, always and always, may the glory of God in the highest and peace on earth and good hope to all. Be always with us. O Christ, our Lord, at your baptism in the Jordan River, you manifested yourself to us and dissipated the darkness which surrounded us for ages. You revealed to us that you are one in being with the Father and the Holy Spirit. May your Holy Spirit now hover over us, fill us with the brightness of your knowledge and remove the darkness of ignorance and of hate and of dissension, of confusion, and of envy and jealousy and trapping and lies that overshadow us. We will glorify you, O Christ, your Father and your Holy Spirit, one God to whom be glory now and forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.